All right. Season three. Episode I don't I don't know what episode we're on for the season. Earl didn't tell me, so intern Earl already off to a bad start today. Uh, what's going on, Chris? Hanging in, hanging in. How are you? Episode eight to be exact. Oh, I'll do okay, Earl's cool. job for him. Wow, so Earl tells you, but he doesn't tell me. Yeah, All right, I guess him and I got to have a word after about about uh, about his uh, future here at the uh, Bernie and Chris Studios, I guess. <laughs> but uh, I'm sure, Chris, you probably know this past couple of weeks. I've I've given up on the old intro. I'm trying to find something new here. <laughs> Eventually, we'll, we'll 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 find something new, but. I like this way that we've been starting out instead where I'm just like, all right, well, here's what happened basically over the weekend and why you and I are upset or happy today, basically. Basically. Well, like, you sound tired as hell. Nah, I'm good. I'm good. You know, it's Monday. I got to get back in the groove. Uh, I feel I feel that. <laughs> I feel that. But, uh, Chris, how was, uh, how was your weekend? Do not do not spoil what happened to you on Sunday. But other than that, how was your weekend? <sighs> good weekend, y'all. Uh, I went to a uh, giant game, which I will get more into after. And uh, it was a good weekend, low key but good. What about you, Matt? Low key but good, I guess is the is the right way. Yes, got some good news last night, so you know that made that made my day. Uh, let's see, anything else happened to me over the weekend? Um, I don't know. I, I think that was about it. Didn't have to work this weekend, so that was nice. That's always good. That's always good. So, uh. All right, now that we've wasted just about two minutes, uh, Chris, what are you uh, what are you loving this week? You you've been hyping this up to me. I can't wait to hear it. Up. It's just uh, it's great to see the the Dallas Cowboys being the Dallas Cowboys <laughs> again. Okay, and you know I, I I told you that it was only a matter of time before this was going to happen again. <laughs> and um. This morning I was watching first take by doing a little bit of work and I was cracking up because obviously Stephen A, the biggest cowboy hitter it is, <laughs> comes on with his typical cowboy hat, uh, smoking his fake cigar. So you you, you can't help but laugh at that. Well, and, I love uh, Stephen A. Yeah, me too. Hearing him talk about that is great. And, it's uh, you know he hasn't had a lot of opportunities to talk about the Cowboys uh, losing this year. It was so. great, and uh, Michael Irvin was on, so it made it even more oh, fun. Perfect. So like, <laughs> I'm sure Irv was loving every second of it. Too. Oh yeah. So, uh, <laughs> they were down thirty nothing to Cowboys. So you know what? I'm not saying I'm not saying that. Hey, they got two touchdowns <laughs> at the end. They did. Correct, but I'm not saying the Cowboys are. Not good. They are a good team, but slow the roll with you know Super Bowl bound. All right, they are the Dallas <laughs> Cowboys, and when th- when things do go bad, they do go bad for this team. And um, I'm hoping for many more Mondays with Stephen A. and uh, da- Dallas Cowboys slanter. <laughs> hey man, and, uh, I, you know was, you can never good. you can never go wrong with some Cowboys slander. You know what I mean. Never, and um, it was good to see them lose. For the Jack, <laughs> they were the Jack, hey, in, in the all reality. Chris, like in all reality, moving our bias about our hatred towards Cowboys for a second, they were due. They were due for a loss like that. Yeah, they were. They it were was great. Well, loved every second of it. But uh, you're gonna like. You're, you're probably gonna be a big fan of what I'm loving today. Let me hear it. So tomorrow, college basketball officially. Oh yeah, makes its return. I know, Chris, you are a big college basketball guy. And, big time. Uh, I'm a big college basketball fan too. I'm excited. 
uh, of course, your team is you know Duke because you're you're basic, and oh, yeah. um, <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not wrong. You, you can't deny it. And uh, my team, my team, of course, Villanova. Villanova is ranked number four in the nation right now. You know, just a, just just a casual number four. Uh, you know, they had a I, rough like end of the year, like middle of the end of the year last year, where like all of a sudden they just couldn't figure out how to win or beat the teams that they should have beaten. They, like, they should badly. be real good this year. Yeah, we're we're real good. We're real good this year. Duke's gonna be good this year. Um, I'm just excited that it's back. I'm loving the fact that you know we get to watch college hoops. Tomorrow. I, I don't know if they're on TV, but you know we get to watch it tomorrow. Basically. Oh yeah, we'll find, we'll find we'll find a way. ESPN, uh, the championship classic. Duke plays at nine thirty. They're playing Kentucky, and then I think there's two other good teams they're playing that play. at nine thirty. Yeah, and then two. It'll That's be a late rough. night for me. <laughs> That's rough. Um, and then two teams play before so. You know, early on in college basketball, it's always great because like these teams usually put themselves in these tournaments, and you get a lot of a lot of big time matchups. Mm-hmm. I know in a, co- a couple weeks, Duke's going to Las Vegas and they're playing Gonzaga, so that's going to be a huge matchup too. Well, in that's a couple a, big one. a couple weeks, I believe they're playing at uh, the MGM place over there, that arena over there. Yeah, hold up, Michigan State isn't ranked. What? Gotta love it. Okay, I hate Michigan. I hate Michigan State as much as most as the next guy. But what? Yeah. Wow. Ra- yeah, I don't. I don't know what the deal is with them this year, but we'll see how they end not up. That good this year? I guess not. Wow. Well, Auburn's ranked good. For- North Carolina is playing Brown University on Friday night. Oh my god. But I'm definitely excited, as Matt said. Well, um, hey, guess are, what's on? Both uh, our both our teams should be uh, in in for a good year. I hope. Yeah. Guess what's on Friday night at 11:30 at night. <laughs> Nova. No, Nova and UCLA. That's number four versus number two in the nation. Wow, that should be a great game. That's at 11.30 at night. <laughs> You're used to the West Coast games. I mean, I am because, like, I try to live live in West Coast time compared to East Coast time. It's kind of difficult to do when you live on the East Coast. <laughs> Thankfully, the West Coast is uh, in my future in a few months, but... There you go. Which that will be interesting, Chris, trying to convert all the times and stuff like that for uh, recording. Oh, yeah. But we'll, we'll make it work. No we'll way. make it work. <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, I'm like looking at some of these like matchups like coming up in the next couple in like the next week. Really, there's no really big matchups. It's just like ranked teams versus like these little guys. But as we as we know, Chris, the little guys sometimes can uh can pull a stunner every yeah, now and then, especially early in the season. Yeah. Especially early, like there's like someone's gonna lose that shouldn't lose. Basically. These tournament games will be good though. All these tournaments in the next couple of weeks. UCLA um, Gonzaga, November twenty third. Mark your calendar. <laughs> yeah, I, I shouldn't have. I should not be scrolling down this list. But yeah, but that's what I'm loving today. College basketball. Pick anybody to win it all. Who'd you pick? Remove your bias. The Duke Blue Devils. I mean, I agree with you this year, just because it's <laughs> it's uh, Coach K's last ride, but. No, but, I mean um, a couple, a couple good teams. I I do believe Nova's got a good shot as well. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. You Nova think UCLA is overhyped? I, I don't know. I gotta see them play. I don't know much about them to be honest. Um, yeah. Why is Auburn yeah. playing Yale? Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> what, what? Oh my god. The beginning of the basketball Kansas, season. Kansas should wild. be pretty good again this year. Yeah, Kansas is number three in the nation right now. Yeah. Um, let's see if I can pull up the rankings. Oh, of course, we're not going to give him the rankings. We're going to give you the rankings for every for every conference except for like 
the top 25, basically. Of course we're going to do that. Unless it's all the way at the end. It's not. All right. Yeah, I'm not looking that up. But, but, yeah, so that's what I'm loving today, college basketball's return. You and I are in agreement that we think we will think Duke's going to win it all this year. But mine's just because of um, this is Coach K's final ride. And I think Duke's going to want to, you know, do some – it's the on top, you know what I mean. My my, my non bias aside, this is the most complete Duke team that K's had in probably two or three years. Yeah, um, it's not just all freshmen. They have some sophomores. They have some juniors. Um, they have a tra- transfer students from the transfer portal. They got um, any ob- seniors? Uh, yeah, they have a couple, and then mm-hmm. um, obviously the loaded rookie class that they got. Yeah. Um, yeah, this guy Pablo, the point guard, is going to be um, – he's he's Italian. He's going to be amazing to watch this year. So, um, yeah, I mean, obviously I'm hoping for them to win it all. It's college basketball. It, it's going to be a grind, and um, I'm looking forward to it. Let's be honest. It, nothing matters until March. <laughs> no, but you you want to have a good – You, you want to have play, a good yeah, – you want to have a good seating. You want to play – you want to play good early on, yeah. uh, especially before you get to conference play. Exactly. I mean, like, I'll admit, like, I don't watch a ton of college basketball game until, like, February. Because yeah. February is when I, it's like, all right, time to start paying attention. Because, you know, time to start doing your research for it, for the tournament. Uh-huh. But, like, early on, like, yeah, I'll, I'll watch it just because I just want to see how Nova looks. Definitely going to looks with this new team right here that that you're saying, Chris, is uh, complete. So, you know, I'll be interested to see. I want to see if UCLA lives up to the hype or not. Um, I feel like they're only ranked number two because of the run that they went on last year. Yeah. But definitely uh we'll definitely have to see see uh what happens. Yeah, we'll we'll be talking about it, that's for sure. What's that? I said we'll definitely we'll be talking about it um from here on out for sure. Oh, definitely. I, I I'm looking forward to it. <laughs> yeah, it gives us more to talk about. Exactly. But uh but Chris, I got a uh Got a brain-busting question for you. All right. Hit me. You ready for this? I don't think you're ready for it. I don't know. It is Monday. you ever feel unable to focus, tired, or just low on energy? For sure. Dude, I totally understand that feeling. I understand it so well that the Bernie and Chris podcast is brought to you by the Couch Guy Sports Network and sponsored by our friends over at Shocked Energy. Shocked Energy is a drink made by gamers for gamers. All their flavors come packed with 180 milligrams of caffeine to ensure that no matter what, you'll be able to focus and always be razor sharp to keep you performing at the top of your game. Their formulas are designed specifically to give you high energy, to give you a high energy boost when you need it the most, while ensuring to avoid the jitters after too much caffeine consumption. Head on over to shockedenergy.com and use the promo code CGSN for 10% off of your order. Check out their green apple flavored box or even their watermelon flavored box. Oh, and don't worry, Chris. They ship worldwide, so you could be over in like Antarctica hanging out with some penguins if you wanted some shocked energy. They'll, they'll ship it right to you. So that's right, Chris. Worldwide. Get your shocked energy today and let us help you gain your focus and energy back. I finally nailed this ad read. Oh, my God. About time. I knew you would. Oh, my God. I cannot wait. I cannot wait when we're done recording, Chris, and after our trade negotiations that we're going to enter, that I cannot wait to tell Diego that I finally nailed it. Finally. Oh, I know. It's it's about damn time, right, Chris? 
Yes, very much. <laughs> I knew you could do it. Somebody did. That's good. <laughs> but uh, let's jump in. Let's jump in for the final time this year, Chris. Probably for a little while until uh, awards get handed out and stuff like that. Let's jump into the MLB for what? What might be the final time for a little bit here? Yeah, because the World Series is officially over, and we have ourselves a champion for the first time since 1995. Chris, you and I were not even born yet. I think. I don't yeah, know. C- correct. Okay. The Atlanta Braves defeat the Houston Astros four games to two, seven nothing in game six at Houston to take the World Series title. Thank the Lord. <laughs> yeah. Um, good for the Braves. Um, a lot of likable guys on that team. Um, good for Freddie Freeman. We both are high on him. We love him. Mm hmm. And uh, it's great to see those cheaters lose. They have yet to win a World Series since they cheated. So you got you got to love to see it. You, you know, Chris, it's weird. It's like it's like when you're when you're not cheating, Chris. Like you don't do as well in the World yeah, Series. I guess not. It's interesting. Funny how that works. Huh? Huh? It's a head scratcher, that's for sure. Yeah. But um, I'd like I'd like to take a small victory lap here. I predicted the amount of games. I think. No, I predicted the winner. I predicted the winner, not the amount of games. I I said the Braves would win in seven, and Freddie Freeman would be MVP. Well, the Braves won, Chris, but uh, Jorge Soler is the MVP. So he, just, he was a home run machine during the series, could not stop hitting home runs, and they won it yeah. in six. Um, game six specifically. Max Freed, I think if, like, if each game had an MVP, <clears throat> Max Freed, hands down, would be the game six MVP. That guy, that guy was unbelievable on the mound. Yeah, Did, obviously uh, a, didn't give up any runs. I think he gave up four hits, uh, six about. I think it was about like six six innings that he went. Um, it's exactly what Atlanta needed right there. Yeah. Uh, as a Yankees fan, Chris, how do you feel that the Astros lost once Great. again? Um, I don't. Uh, they're one of our rivals. Besides the Red Sox, they're probably my second worst, least favorite team. Wow. You know, we have quite the rival with them. So. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, I'm happy to see them lose. And um, I saw that joke of a contract they offered Correa, the Astros. He's definitely not taking that. No, definitely so, not. So <laughs> uh, you know, co- come on home, Correa. We'll take you. We'll take you. We'll take you with open arms here, here in Yankee Nation. <laughs> so like, there's been a lot of rumors about uh, Carlos Correa about what his next move is going to be. Um, some think he's going to come to Boston. Some are saying New York. Some are saying he might go out west. Who knows? Yeah, but, it's a it's a wild card. We'll mm-hmm. see. Uh, base baseball free agency is weird. Uh, it sucks. It's slow. It's, it sucks. Uh, it usually happens <laughs> when we least expect it, and it's mm-hmm. not great. And uh, I'm curious to see how it's going to play out. But basically, you know, like, right, obviously, pitchers and catchers they report to spring training in you know March. March. Obviously, literally, Carlos Correa probably won't even sign a deal until the like the end of February. Like that's how slow. And uneventful and boring. Yeah. Baseball, the only, uh, the only thing with COVID being better, obviously, they'll have a winter meetings this year. And if if deals usually happen, they usually happen at the winter. Uh, yeah, at a the lot winter of uh, big trades when it comes to trades and stuff like that. But other than that, baseball is quiet off season usually. It sucks. Like just, any, just, just, just flat. Scandals. It's not fun. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, it's going to be an interesting off season for both our teams. We'll see what moves they do to. Uh, mm-hmm. 
bolster up because you know, as you know, the AL East is going to be a dogfight. It is. Us, it is going to be a dogfight between next us, year. the Jays, and the Rays. Four mm-hmm. good young teams who won ninety plus games each. Yeah, crazy still, thing about. I still can't believe the Jays didn't make the playoffs. Yeah, remarkable. But um, speaking of moves that our teams have made, the Red Sox are are already busy with that. I saw. So JD Martinez is officially he's back. Uh, he opted. He he exercised. He declined to exercise his opt out clause. So he's coming back to Boston next year. Um, probably means <laughs> Schwarber's probably gone, but that's okay. You know, thank you, Kyle Schwarber, uh, Kyle from Waltham, for what you did for us. Um, I'm fine with JD being back for another year. He's been a home run machine since day one. He's been a hit machine. He's been great for us. Um, got no problems with him coming back. I know, like last year, some people were like, "Oh God, why is JD coming back?" Well. <laughs> Look at the year that he had with us. Pretty good year. So I'm yeah. I'm cool yeah. with Julio Daniel coming back for another season. Yeah, big part of um, your lineup there in the middle. Definitely. I'm um, also perfectly okay with Martin Perez no longer being a Red Sox. I'm perfectly okay with Garrett Richards no longer being a Red Sox. And I'm perfectly okay with Christian Vasquez coming back for another year as well. Uh, nice. they, made, they made an extending offer to uh, Erod, so we'll see what happens with that. That's good. Uh, I was going to say, you'll like this one. Uh, the Yankees declined Brett Gardner's option, and it uh, seems to be the the ball Jets' time here is finally coming to an end. Um, I, I have a feeling. As, as Yankee fans, we never thought this day would come. Um, obviously, I love Brett. He was a great Yankee. But, uh, you know, his time was should have been over probably about two or three years ago. So I'll be curious to see if, you know, does he want to go play somewhere out west, maybe where he's from. <laughs> or um, you know, does he does he hang him up? We'll see. I have a feeling, Chris, that like Red Sox and Yankees fans are uniting once again, <laughs> celebrating that he's gone. <laughs> yeah, because, yeah, no, but, Yankee, no, but Yankee fans have a weird Brett relationship Brett. with him. Huh? We don't hate the guy, but somehow this guy was always finding his way back in the lineup. And you know, great fielder still, but he actually started to hit towards the end of the season. I gotta give it to him. <laughs> but uh, you know, his time is done here. You know, we either need to go get a left fielder or. You know, ro- roll the dice with Hicks and uh, Gallo next year. Yeah, we'll, we'll see what happens with you guys. But uh, yeah. one other kind of like big news, I guess, for uh, in the MLB, uh, the Dodgers did not give an offer to uh, Clayton Kershaw. So yeah, it, it, he, he, he's, he's available. So that means the Yankees are going to foolishly give him a shit ton of money for no reason. Nah, nah, they won't be in. Uh, yes, they will. Know, I- Yes, pitching, they will. That's what wise, you guys do. You guys love giving money to players who don't need it. Pitching <laughs> wise, he's not the answer right now at that point in his career. Um, I don't think they're going to take a chance on him. But we'll see. You know, um, I think maybe we could use one more starter, but uh, that's not the name. I'm going to have to see who's available when the time comes. We'll we'll do, um, we'll do a little free agency. Uh, we'll preview. definitely have to do a free agency preview, Chris, because like this, the list of players that are free agents in the MLB. Unbelievable! It's, it's a, it's a fun list. I'll, I'll just say that. Yeah, I mean, shortstops alone. I mean, Yankees are the shortstop. They're gonna have to pick a choice of who they want. Oh, for real, it comes down I to mean, money. Yeah, yeah after for you rights. guys dump dump a whole uh, a load of money onto Clayton Kershaw, we'll see what you guys have left. So, <laughs> yeah, okay. That's what you guys do. I'm sorry, Chris. You guys love giving money to players who don't need it. I guarantee you he will not be a New York Yankee. Wouldn't surprise me if you guys spent that kind of money on him. Just saying. No, nah, they're not going to spend it because we need to spend that money on a shortstop and a potential another another bat. We have more than pitching. 
Yeah. I don't know. This is this is the same front office that thought Aaron Boone was a great idea to bring back. So. Oh yeah. Well, you know they need the puppet back, but I'm not gonna get into that. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> but um, so let's head on over into the uh, the National Hockey League, uh, the NHL, great league, Chris. It's a great league, isn't it? Yes. You and I, are you are you guys still having fun over there in New York? I I, I don't pay attention to you. You know what? We're, we're still having fun, but I, uh, one I'm glad these West Coast games are done because I was having a hard time watching them. Um, Welcome and, to my life. <laughs> two, two, uh, Rangers have still getting points. They got blown out six nothing in their last game, and then I was a little frustrated because the two games before that, uh, they blew two third goal. Uh, they were up two nothing in the third, and they blew it to uh Vancouver should have won that game and then uh we were up four to one against the Oilers now yes I know the Oilers are a wagon that they are phenomenal that team oh, they're phenomenal. They, they are scary I mean McDavid's goal the other night versus us was ridiculous <laughs> but um that was that was they, you guys blew that was nasty that nasty. was a nasty goal the other I, lo- night. I love McDavid great great for the game of hockey and one of my favorite players actually but um uh another blown lead versus the Oilers so like yeah I'm happy we're getting points but um, I'm not happy about blowing those leads. So we we sit here though at six three and three. Um, we got a game Monday and Friday. Doesn't get any easier tonight as we play the ten zero and one Florida Panthers. Jesus, pretty <laughs> remarkable that they're pretty nasty. They're nasty, bro. <laughs> I mean, I know they they are pretty good. And uh, yeah, so you know what? It's young. It's going to be a long season. But you know what, Matt? Every point matters. We're still getting points, but they got to clean up that. Uh, Clean it up, you know. When you when you're up two goals or you're up a goal late, you know, you can't sit back. You got to finish the game. Yeah, I like that. Um, we'll as fo- you guys just got Adam Fox too the other day, right? You gave oh him yeah, a big Adam, deal. I, I didn't even talk about that. It went right past my mind. Adam Fox, 23 year old, uh, Norris Norris Trophy winner, going to have multiple of those in his career. Only is getting better, and uh, they got him at 70 years, 9.5. Uh, smart move by Jory to lock him up. Um, same thing with McAvoy got nine point five. You know, if he waited to the end of the season, it would probably be ten point five. And with the flat cap, and you say save someone offer sheet, he maybe could have got eleven, eleven probably potentially. Mm-hmm. So you know, good for Adam Fox securing the bag deserves it. Uh, great for Ranger fans, and um, I, I predict that he will be the next New York Rangers captain next next year when they hopefully finally list the captain. <laughs> I, think it all, I think it all makes sense now. Yeah, it was a good extension for you guys. That was that yeah. was definitely much needed. Um, as as for the uh, the San Jose Sharks, my, my guys, um, they're six four and one right now. They're fourth in the division at uh, thirteen points on a losing skid once again. Chris, uh, they've <laughs> lost two in a row now. No, not the Jets. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> they lost. Uh, they beat the Sabers earlier this week. Like whoop de freaking do. Um, Five to three was the final in that one, and then they and then they drop, uh, then they drop one to the Blues five to three, and then last night they go into a shootout against the Devils and lose three to two. Uh, they got Calgary. They got they got a little bit of a road trip coming up now. So great, we're on a losing streak heading into a road trip. Uh, this road trip is not fun either, Chris. It's Calgary, Winnipeg, Colorado, Minnesota, St. Louis. <laughs> yeah, tough. That's gotta, not gonna be. That's not gonna be fun. <laughs> seems but, like you're right back where we were last year. Yep, here we go again. Here yeah. we go. It's a long season, though. We'll see. It's, it's a long season. 
I'm just happy, Chris. We don't play. I, like, like I was saying this the other day to um the same I who I was teams. talking to, but um, like right now would be the perfect time to play the Knights. Right now, the Golden Knights would be a perfect time right now to play the Golden Knights because they're not good. They're injured. But of course, our schedule because you know the NHL hates us or they don't know how to schedule properly. They don't have the Sharks and Knights. One of one of probably the most underrated rivalries in in the NHL. In the NHL, they don't have them. The first time we see each other is not until March. Okay. Like like ugh. I mean, great. You know, like ugh. like I just want to know who thought that was a good idea. I agree. <laughs> like at least have them play like once or twice before the uh, calendar changes to twenty twenty two. But like, yeah. you know. Maybe one day the NHL will figure out how to properly schedule. Speaking of uh, not properly scheduled. They never will. You're right. They never will. (laughs) Speaking of um, improperly scheduling, the uh, the Bruins. Let's talk about them. They are are the kings of not being properly scheduled because, you know, NHL hates them too. (laughs) It's so funny. You see games played in the Atlantic Division. I'll just read off the numbers. It's it's 11-12. 11, 13, 11, 11, 13. And then there's the Bruins at 9. Yeah. Want to talk about not being scheduled properly? The Boston Bruins. They yeah, literally scheduling, are not scheduled at all. Scheduling's weird because, like, even with the Rangers, like, they play Monday and they're like, we just had two days off. Why are we playing on Friday? Like, we have three days off in between. It's just frustrating as a fan. Yeah. And then they're off, they're off for another two days. It's just like, what the hell? Uh, yeah, but, like, uh, I just, like what? what, what? <laughs> I, think, I think I think a lot of it might have to do with the Olympics, but I'm not sure. They're taking like a month off for the Olympics. <laughs> yeah, so but I don't know if they if they schedule that like uh, certain things in regards to that too. You know what I mean? No, like, the schedule just play, sucks. Yeah. Like like literally the like the Sharks played three games last week. How many games did the, How many games did the Rangers play? Uh they played two. Yeah, Bruins played two and they lost both, or they won one of them against the Red Wings. Um, Patrice Bergeron had a ha- had four goals in this game. Uh, five to one was the final, and then on Saturday they lost. <laughs> get ready, get ready to laugh, Chris. Guess who beat the Bruins on Saturday? Guess who beat them? The Maple Our Leafs. Team. The Maple the Leafs. The Maple Leafs. Wow. You must suck if you lose to the Maple Leafs, right? Yes, you have to. I mean, it's simple, <laughs> simple math. Simple math. Uh, <laughs> Bruins, um, they, they got they got a home stretch, two game home stretch coming up. Uh, they got Ottawa tomorrow night. They should win that. And then they got the Oilers on Thursday. Zero shot they win that. <laughs> Would be cool though to go to that game on Thursday night to see McDavid and uh, I'm gonna butcher his last name, Leon Drysdale. Yeah, filthy, absolute filth. Both of them are just disgusting. <laughs> I actually was up for that game when they played the Oilers. It was a nine o'clock start, so not as late as it, compared to a ten. And man, is that team? I just they are so electric on offense. It's mm-hmm. scary. They're stacked. very, very scary. They're stacked. They're due for a big run. They are. Um, but they're another team that seems to choke in the playoffs. So can they get over that hump? Uh, yeah, we'll, you, you, would we'll... think, you, you would think in time they're going to have to with that offense. Well, hopefully, they're probably hoping they play Toronto in the first round or something because, you know, Toronto, Toronto can't do that, so they can't make it past the first round. Yeah, exactly. They, 
They will, they're like the Dallas Cowboys of the Hockey League. <laughs> Perfect. Perfect, Chris. You know? <laughs> oh, Chris, was not expecting that one from you. <laughs> <laughs> but um, let's jump into the NBA now. Let's, you know, we're on, we're, on, we're on a high note right now. I would just like to say something now about the NBA. Oh, what do you got? I know as Celtics fans, a lot of people are panicking over these Ben Simmer rumors. Okay, so you saw them? Perfect. People need to relax, okay? Number one, we're not going to give up Jalen Brown, so relax. They're not getting him from us. Get over it. Yeah, um, no. <laughs> it's, it's not, it's not going to happen, and Steven knows what type of player he is. So, you know what? Good. I mean, if, if we could get him on the cheap, whatever. We'd take a flyer on him, but they're not going to give up Jalen Brown, and they're not going to give up Jalen Brown to a rival. I mean, come <laughs> on. Get, get, get your head straight. It's not <laughs> happening. <laughs> but I just had to get that out of the air now because, like, Twitter's so negative right now. With <coughs> I agree with you, man. Yeah. Um, so, I was with the Celtics. So, like, they had our hopes up. The, well, here's the thing. They're starting to play better. They're starting to play better. They they blew a lead to the Bulls. Okay. You know, it is what it is. The Bulls are The Bulls are fantastic this year. They're one of the more entertaining teams to watch. That that's no lie right there. And then and then they go on a three game road trip here. They beat Orlando. They somehow beat Miami. And then Luca hits a, and then Luca Doncic hits a game winning three uh, to beat the Celtics. For, um, the Mavericks beat the Celtics. I'm not mad about that Mavericks loss at all, Chris. I'm not. No. Like when Luke, like the second, like the Mavericks were bringing up the ball, or when Luca got the ball, I was like, "Oh, game!" I was like, "All right, game over. We're gonna lose this. Whatever." You know, that that's what Luca Doncic does. He just hits threes uh, at the buzzer. <laughs> that's all. He, that, that, that's what he's. That's one of the many things he's known for. No, um... I you can't can't be mad at cannot be mad at that loss. That's like the one loss this year you cannot be mad at. I'm not mad, but they're starting to play better defensively. Um, mm-hmm. You know, they know what they got to clean up. They. They got to start better, okay? I feel like we get we're getting off to a, a, these slow starts, and then we're chasing the whole game, and then we got and then when we do have leads, we got to close them out, mm-hmm. and, and not let these teams back in the game. Uh, Marcus Smart, big issue right now with this team. Yeah, um, get, like let's trade. Gotta be let's done. trade Something's got to be done. Let's trade him. Let's trade Grant Williams, and let's trade Romeo Langford, and maybe like a first, and maybe like maybe a second round pick. And get Ben Simmons. That yeah. I'd be okay with. <laughs> exactly. That that's the kind of package deal where I'd be like, yes, uh, if if that's if that's what uh Philly says that they'll take, then yeah, I'll take Ben Simmons like that. But yeah. that that's but the only way I'd be fine. Philly, that's the only way I'd the, be fine with it. Philly has no uh, leverage in the trade either. No, they really he's, don't. He's a toxic player in that organization who's under contract and. And yeah, they want to get with what they think he should be worth, but no one's going to be giving up like a Jalen Brown for him. Sorry, I mean, like, it's, it's not Simmons happening. Literally got, they literally fined Simmons the other day. Like, like yeah, I'm but, sure that made him happy. Like, good yeah. job, Philly. Just when he was possibly thinking about coming back and come play for you guys, you find him. Yeah, it won't happen. <laughs> um, there, there's no market for him. Simple no, as that. Absolutely not. Which maybe maybe that works into the Celtics' hands if they maybe they can get him on the cheap. I mean, I take him on the cheap, mm-hmm. but uh, we'll see. I, I don't really want him on the team. To be honest with you. Yeah, I don't want him either. But, but... I mean, he probably would maybe make us better just for uh, mm-hmm. spreading out the floor. Yeah, th- that's know? maybe it. But um, back to the back to the, to the team that matters here, the Celtics. 
Yeah, I agree. Mar- Marcus Smart's a problem. He is. Yeah. I knew he was going to – the second I saw that he was going to be a starting point guard, I thought we were going to be doomed. And so far, honestly, this four and six start could easily be avoidable. Because all – you know, because Marcus Smart goes on and says that, you know, oh, you know, teams have an easy time because all they have to do is figure out how to stop uh, Jalen and Jason. They never pass the ball, only to each other. Well, here's the thing, Marcus. They don't pass to you because you're just going to chuck up a three and miss it. Like, there's a reason why you don't get the ball. You're not that, you're not that good offensively. Defensively, Correct. you're amazing. Yeah. Offensively, you suck. That's yeah. why. That's why you never get the ball. Yeah, it's pretty simple. Like, the Southerners, they need a point guard. They need a point guard. Absolutely. Yeah. Like, last year, it was a big man that they really needed. This year, it's, a, it's, a, it's unfortunately a point guard. It's never going to end with a scene where they absolutely need something. Never. Um, but, yeah, so they're 4-6 and six right now. They got to win at home. They're 0-3 at home right now. Um, upcoming games for them. This, this is a fun little trip here. They don't play, they'll, they don't play until Wednesday. Uh, they take on the Raptors. Friday night, they, they're welcoming Giannis and the Bucks. And then they're on the road for a two games to a, for a two game set against the Cavs. Uh, looking into next week, they got the Hawks, the Lakers, which we'll talk about them in a second, and the Thunder. So, not the world's easiest uh, stretch of games coming up, but definitely some winnable ones in there. Definitely, it's hopefully they go on a run. Hopefully they go on a long run, especially with how they've been playing lately. They could definitely win a few. Definitely. I'm I'm okay with I'm I'm okay with how they've been playing as of late. Yes. Um, as for uh, the their opponent coming up on Friday, November nineteenth, the Los Angeles Lakers. Chrissy, they are. I've caught the highlights. I haven't watched too many NBA games. I've been pretty busy. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I mean they don't seem to be meshing. LeBron's hurt, which hurts them overall as a team because he balances them out. And uh, it's, right. it's going to be a work in progress to see how the three the, that big three blends. Yeah, I mean, when 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 your star is hurt, like obviously you're not going to be as good. But you know, the Lakers, you know, they got AD who he's been had some kind of early season injuries going on. Um, Russ sucks, and you know, Carmelo Carmelo is the saving grace right now of the team. And yeah, you know, no, no disrespect to Carmelo Anthony, he's you know he's Carmelo Anthony, but. When he's the saving grace of the team right now, eh, not great. Yeah. Um, they're 5-5 five and five right now. Uh, they host the Charlotte Hornets tonight, who are 5-6. and six. They should win this game, but they're going to struggle. Lamelo's yeah. probably going to have a field day with Russ tonight. I'm, I'm going to put that out there right now. We'll see. I'm, I might tune into it in between the render game and check it out. That game. And then, It doesn't get easy because guess who they got Wednesday night? They got Miami Wednesday night. Yeah, another good team. Yeah, so they got two tough games right here, in my opinion. Um, yeah, sucks to be Lakers right now. <laughs> but that that's perfectly fine with us, right, Chris? It is. You know what else is perfectly fine, Chris? What? That the uh, Bernie, Bernie and Chris podcast is brought to you by Exogun. You ever do a workout and feel like you need a massage after? Well, get your massage without having to leave the house. Don't let pain and soreness slow you down. Exogun revives muscle, boosts circulation, and releases energy so you can recover faster and live better. Take it wherever you need it. Work the gym, the trail, and put the power of percussion massage treatment in your hands. 
It's portable, adjustable, and powerful. Exogun is trusted by the pros to deliver in the ultimate recovery. Like I just said, you can even use it for percussion therapy. I know what you're thinking out there because I, you know, I think about this often. What is percussion therapy? Percussion therapy boosts muscle function and recovery by, by penetrating deep into the muscle tissue with a rapid of series. With, wow, with a series of rapid concentrated pulsating strokes. Gain bad control of your body and achieve long-term pain relief with Exogun. Here comes the, here comes the important part. Get 10% off of your off of your order with the code CGS10, as in the number 10, at checkout. It's, it comes with a charger and carrying case. So go on out there today. Go get yourself an Exogun and treat yourself at a massage at a moment's notice. Again, use the code CGS10, as in the number 10. Good stuff as always. Right, Chris? Always. So, uh, Auburn, the, the, or college football, let's, let's, let's talk about it. Um, before you and I absolutely roast the college football committee for being pathetic, um, let's talk about the actual games that happened this weekend. Auburn, absolutely stunk it up this weekend. Uh, broke my heart, because guess who's back, Chris? Guess who's back? Bo Nix. Bo Nix is back. The real Bo Nix. The real Bo Nix. Not the fake Bo Nix, the real one. He goes 20 of 41, 153, zero touchdowns and a pick. He also, ready ready for his rushing attempts? This is beautiful. Seven carries, negative 18 yards, average negative 2.6 carries. And, of course, the worst fumble I have ever seen in my life. He is running. He is literally running. And he just straight up drops the ball because the defender starts running at him. This scared little dummy just straight up straight up gave Texas A&M all the momentum in the world and killed any any slight miracle of a chance that the Auburn offense was going to function. And yeah, Bonex, Bo, Bo, Bo the offensive line, uh, the off, just the offense in general was not good. The defense was okay, but oh, Bonex, I the fact that I potentially have to go another year with this moron ugh, hurts me. You have yeah. TJ Finley on the bench sitting right there. He's ready to go. Start using him in practice. Start going over the plays with him in practice. Start utilizing him. You got yourself a damn good quarterback. But, no, we're going to use Bo Nix, who, only, who really only had one good game in his career, and it was his first start against Oregon and Justin Herbert. That was it. Yeah. Since then, it's been a downhill. Yes, they were ranked number 13 coming in. I don't care. Bonix sucks. The real Bonix sucks. The fake Bonix, that was him for the past couple of weeks where he was actually playing decently. Now the real Bo is back, and it sucks to be an Auburn fan right now because we all know that this means, okay, we're probably losing our chance of a New Year's Six Bowl now because Bonix, you know, can't even handle being a, a semi-functional quarterback. Yeah, New Year's Six is definitely out of the question now. Thanks, Chris. You're welcome. <laughs> um, we had a massive upset over the weekend, too. Massive yeah, upset. Purdue. Purdue did it again. They did it again. They took they took down Ohio State a few weeks ago. Now, what do they do now? They take down at number three in the nation, Michigan State, with a final score of 40 to 29. Big time fraud. Bye bye, Michigan. No, uh, this makes me so happy, man. Bye bye, Michigan Great. State. See ya. We're, 
Purdue Purdue just played out of their minds in this game. And, you know, Michigan State does what they do best. The second they get a good ranking, they lose it. Yeah, Michigan must be kicking themselves right now. Yep, they really must be because they, they, they could be good. But, you know, John Harbaugh is their head coach. Yep. Um, our college football playoff uh, committee. Absolute joke of a committee, first of all. <laughs> right, Chris? Yes. So on November second last week, we got our first we got our first um, rankings of the year. Yes, the AP rankings are out, but those really don't matter anymore because of the college football uh, committee giving out their rankings. I'll just go over the let's see here. I'll go over the top ten, um, just because really that's all that matters. Uh, after that, I mean it all matters, but after that, it's like okay. Number one, Georgia. You and I agree, Chris. Yeah, they're the power. best team in the na- they're the best team in the nation. Everybody is a Georgia fan for the rest of the year. Wagon. Number two, Alabama. The committee is already protecting Alabama. They're going to do everything in their power to ensure that it's Georgia, Alabama in the national championship this year, which is so pathetic. Yeah, I I would just say slow the roll with the whole overreaction to the Bama though. I don't think they should have been ranked two. But if I mean, you never know with this stupid damn committee. But I mean, if they lose to Georgia in the SEC championship game, they really shouldn't get in with two losses. They won't. They won't. So you know what? That's why everyone's got to just be big, big Georgia fans. Mm-hmm. Number three was Michigan State. Uh, that's no longer going to happen. Uh, number four. Now, what the hell? I want to know what the hell is this all about? Oregon at number four. Yeah, uh, I texted my friend who's a um, call, who's a Oregon Ducks fan, and he was just like, "What the hell are we doing at number four? Yeah, <laughs> this one made no sense. Good team, but I don't think they're number four in the nation. I, I personally think Ohio State's better. Well, speaking of Ohio State, they're number five, and the uh, chairman of the committee—I uh, forget his stupid name, but it's not important. Uh, so the reason why Oregon's number four and Ohio State's number five is just because Oregon beat Ohio State. Hmm. This pissed everybody off. This pissed everybody off. Cincinnati is number six. Yeah. They're undefeated. They've won all their games this year. Yes, they've struggled the past couple of weeks, but a win's a win. Give them a chance, at least, yeah, to I think prove Cincinnati, themselves. Cincinnati's good. Now, um, you know, you, try, you kind of think, all right, well, if this was Notre Dame, I'm sure Notre Dame would be four because, you know, the committee always has to love, love, love Notre Dame when they're good. Yeah. But uh, similar type of team, when I think about, like, strengths of schedule, don't play anyone crazy, but still a good football team. Exactly. So, uh, I'm curious to see where they have, have them ranked tonight when they when they come out. Uh, they come out tomorrow night. Tomorrow night. Uh, seven is Michigan. Okay. This one pissed everybody off, too. Number eight's Oklahoma. Spencer Rattler, Oklahoma? Yes, number eight. Caleb Williams, Oklahoma? No. Absolutely not. They should have been ranked higher. Yeah, I think maybe like five or six. Yeah, uh, Wake Forest is number nine. Uh, that's they're, they're going to be out of the top ten because they lost to North Carolina this weekend. And then number ten uh, was uh, Notre Dame. Yeah. Uh, rank, uh, let's see rankings after this week. If I'm going to attempt to get into the committee's head, uh, number one will be Georgia. Number two will be Alabama. Number three. 
I don't even know if Oregon moves up one because they, they their win was not that great, but they won. I don't Number three might be Ohio State, and then number four is going to be Oregon. And then I can see Michigan jumping the five and Cincinnati staying at six just because of how messed up this committee is. Yeah, I think that's pretty spot on. Or I can see Cincinnati dropping the seven and having five be Michigan, six being Oklahoma. It might. You're not wrong. <laughs> it's that me- that's how messed up this committee. This committee sucks. Yeah. In fact, I showed you this, Chris, but – Robert Griffin III, RG3, he tweeted out what his top 25 was. And I said on Twitter, like, oh, I, like, I agree with you, RG, RG3. You should be in this committee. And he instantly liked the tweet. I was like, all right, cool. Uh, greatness yeah. recognizing greatness right there. Definitely. To the NFL, we go to wrap things up for today. The Patriots absolutely mopped the floor with the Panthers. Uh, final score in this one was 24 to 6. Wasn't even close. Defense put on an absolute show in this game. Uh, talk about the offense first. Uh, Mac McCorkle-Jones goes 12 of 18, 139, one touchdown. He had a pick, of course, to Stephon Gilmore. Um, yeah, good job, Gilly. Uh, rushing on the day, you know, it wasn't a world's greatest receiving day. Rushing day was better. Uh, Ramon J. Stevenson, he led, he led the way, uh, 10 carries for 62 yards. Uh, Damian Harris had a touchdown. He went 15 of 30 with uh, for a touchdown. Brandon Bolden had some pretty meaningful snaps today, too. Uh, yesterday, too. Receiving-wise, not the world's greatest day because, you know, defense kind of stole the show. Um, Judon had a sack, had a sack late, late in the game. Um, J.C. Jackson had not one, but two interceptions, uh, including an 88-pick-6, 88, 88, um, 88-yard pick-6. Jamie Collins also had a nasty interception. Um, as for the Panthers, I mean, Sam Donald sucked. You ready for this stat line, Chris? You ready to hear this? Yeah. 16 of 33, 172, zero touchdowns, three picks. Wow. Cont- they contained Christian McCaffrey for the most part. Wasn't that hard considering he wasn't that hurt. Uh, D- DJ Moore, three receptions, 32 yards. Yeah, Donald. Robbie, Anders- Robbie Anderson, one reception for two yards. The team's a mess. Darnold's a mess. And yep. they're being the Carolina Panthers that we know and love. Exactly. How did the, how did the Giants look? I was at the game, actually. And uh, Giants really? looked good. Yeah, Giants looked good um, for the most part. Um, Jones, minus the one bad fumble he had, um, had, a great <coughs> touch, had a great touchdown pass to Ingram. Mm-hmm. Um, Offensive line is banged up, and the Raiders have a pretty good pass rush. So it was a running game that was got got us going. Booker had a hundred, almost ninety nine yards, almost a hundred. So we ran the ball pretty well, and that's kind of and our defense won us the game. Um, uh, McKinney had two picks and a pick six. Kid's finally coming into his own on defense, and um, you know, two weeks in a row, Patrick Graham is uh, starting to turn around this defense to similar to what we saw last year, and um. I, I like Patrick Graham, um, honestly. You know, he was someone who was highly considered to be a head coach during the, uh, the offseason last year. And, you know, I don't know what's going to happen with Joe Judge, but I, I do like Patrick Graham, and whether that's a head coach or, or staying at defensive coordinator. I, I, I like this guy. He's too good and too young to um, let go of. Mm-hmm. Um, it's the same common issue, though. Jason Garrett's offense is, is a fucking joke, okay? Um 
excuse my language, but it's, a joke. <laughs> it, it's, it's very frustrating to watch every week. Um, yes, I know we're not healthy, but when you're telling me that when Kenny Galladay, Kadarius Tony, and Slayton have four combined receptions, that, that shouldn't be a thing. Are you serious? Yeah, no, that's the stat I saw this morning. Oh, my God. <laughs> how, how, how we even won the game is remarkable, to be honest. But those, I just blown, mind blown. And, <laughs> and, um, I, I can't wait till this guy's not the offensive coordinator because, you know, someone's going to have to take the hit. And if they do, they do. If a new GM comes, he's gone. Him and Judge. And, you really uh, think? So? You, it, think it does, you think Judge is gone? I do. If a new GM comes, and, um, you know, you, you got to kind of clear house. Um, this team's three and six. They really could be four and five. Yeah, they blew so many other games. Realistically, they could be five and four. But you know, I'm not going to say they should be. Realistically, they should be four and five right now, going into the bye. You know, feeling a lot better about ourselves. They really blew that Kansas City game last weekend. But you know what? It feels good. It's the first time I went to a game in a long time that I've actually seen a win. So it was great to leave MetLife with a win. Um, I'm very encouraged by what I'm seeing from this defense. Um, the last three weeks, they're they're starting to put it together. Um, hopefully, after the bye week, we get Saquon and Shepard back, and you know, Andrew Thomas hopefully coming back after the bye too, because he's very important to the offensive line. Um, I, I hate, I just hate Jason Garrett. I, he's not the answer at offensive coordinator, but, um, we'll see what the, no, the Giants, they're going to be in every game the rest of the year and we'll see what they make out of it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, not, mo- not much more you can say. You were literally there in person yesterday and you're giving a fair assessment of your team. Yeah, defense play well, offense not great. Um, we got to stop settling for field goals, but that all comes down to the offensive scheme. And uh, they don't put J- Jones played great. Jones is having a great year. He's definitely the answer at quarterback. So that's one positive I'm getting from the season, at least. Yeah, that's good. Um, all right, let's talk about this, Chris. Let's talk about Henry Ruggs. We just, just, just we got to give. I want to give out a PSA here. If yeah, um, idiotic. Yeah. Uh, this is lots of things come to my mind. Yeah. So here's here's in case uh, you're not unfamiliar with the name of Henry Ruggs, he was a, a wide receiver on the uh, Vegas Raiders. Twenty two um, years old. What's that? Twenty two years old. Twenty two <laughs> years old. Um, had a promising career ahead of him, honestly, but he yeah, threw it all away. Having a good year. He was having a good year. He really um, was starting to break out. Mm-hmm. Threw it all away because this guy decided to. He went to Top Golf, I guess, in Vegas, which, okay. Went to go have a fun night with the girl, with your girlfriend. All right. He had, he had quite, he had a lot of alcohol in him. A lot of alcohol, and he got behind the wheel and drove. And uh, unfortunately, someone lost their life. Uh, wasn't his girlfriend. He, he hit a parked car uh, right before, I guess, the impact. He was going 100, 156 miles per hour. Not okay. Um, yeah, I mean, too, like, if, if I was an NFL player and had that much money too, like, wouldn't you just have your own car with a driver? And you yes, know, all right, dude. Here's like five hundred dollars for the night. Pick me up when I tell you to pick me up. You know, what I mean? mm-hmm. or sit here or, in the parking lot. You know what I mean? Or better yet, Chris, I don't know if you know this, but when uh, NFL players they ha- they are given they are given a business card with a phone number on it for a driving service for in case they are out in public and they cannot drive. Uh, they just call the number and they'll get picked up. Um, also, this great, this these two great apps called Uber and Lyft exist. Um, 
So really, this is just inexcusable of him to do. Uh, I can't believe I actually have to say this on this podcast, Chris, but don't drink and drive. Um, yeah, it's – in this, don't, in this just, world that we live don't in. Don't do it. Don't be an idiot. It's not a thing that should happen. Like, like especially, especially if you – if you like in, in this day and age where there's Uber and Lyft, and I'm sure there's other even ride services that I don't even know about, don't drink and drive. Yeah, um, no, you, 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 you can save a life by not drinking and driving. Yep. Uh, now Henry, um, he's good. he's going through the whole legal process now. Um, he's done. See done see so. what happens to him, basically. Yep. Back into the end, uh, but yeah. So please, everybody, just don't drink and drive. Don't do it. No, it's n- never the, never the right option. Simple. Call a friend. Call a family member. Get an Uber. Get a Lyft. Do what you got to do and make sure you don't get behind the wheel when you drink. Um, okay. As for uh, what else happened in the NFL yesterday, what the heck's going on with the Buffalo Bills, Chris? <laughs> yeah, who knows? They The AFC is very hard to put a picture to right now. It's wide the open. NFL in general is. The AFC is wide open. It so is, is the very NFL, wide but, but I think the AFC, look at all these records, they're all pretty even. They are. Uh, the Bills yesterday, uh, they, lost, they lost to the Jaguars. Nine to six, no touchdowns in this game. Josh Allen absolutely dominated Josh Allen. That's kind of like the joke of yesterday's game, other than the actual game itself. Um, the Bills, they struggled last week against Miami. And then the second half, they pulled it off. But yes, and then yesterday against the Jaguars, they don't pull it off this time. Um, are the Bills starting to head back down to reality? Time will tell. Um, time will tell. They will have to see because their next uh, three games are against the Jets, the Colts, and the Saints before their first meeting with the Patriots. So we'll have to see what goes on with the Bills. They're definitely a team to watch right now. Uh, they Because of yesterday's loss and of the Patriots' win, they have a half game lead over the Patriots for the AFC, for first place in the AFC East right now. Yeah, it's wide open, like I said. Definitely wide, wide open. open. And now the topic I have been waiting for the entire time that we've been talking today, Chris. Odell Beckham Jr. Let me hear it, Chris. I want to hear all of your. Th- I want to hear all of your thoughts. All of them. Do not hold back. Because I have yeah. mine, but I want to uh, hear yours. <laughs> I have a lot of thoughts. Um, you know, crazy thing about that, he never was a, was a great fit there uh, when the Giants traded him there. Yeah, Baron, no, I know he had injuries and everything, but he's not the same player. But, you know, you got to give him the ball more than one target a game. The whole way of the fallout, the way it happened was very weird with the whole his dad posting the thing on Instagram and all that stuff that went down. And, you know, it's if in the long run, it's a better move. Baker is better without Odell on the field. And um, for Odell, you know what? It seems as good as he is, he is a headache wherever he goes, no matter how much talent he has. But, um, you know, as a Giant fan, like I was joking around on Twitter, I was like, come back, come back home. Obviously, they're not going to get Odell Beckham. But, um, you know, I'm, ho- I'm hoping he could just go play for a contender like uh, – like an Aaron Rodgers or uh, someone like that, uh, or Mahomes or someone like that, Brady. Um, 
maybe even New England and see see how he does. Um, I, I would like to see him win a, with a fresh new start and see how that how he ends up. So your three team. So if you were to pick any team in the league, like where do you think in actual like reality, where does he end up? Do we think because he's going to be on a team this week? It depends if if he clears waivers. I'm not sure. Um, he could end up on a shit team because you know that's the way waivers works. Who knows? But I would love to see him on the Packers. Okay. Okay. Um, he would instantly be a great slot wide receiver. And you think about he's not going to receive many double coverages going opposite side of Devontae Adams. Um, yeah, another team. Um, I, I, people are rumoring about the Bills potentially. Put him and Stephon Diggs together. That could be a pretty nasty uh, combination. And um, I, I saw Stephon Diggs was campaigning for it. You know, he kind of was in a similar situation until he got traded when he was in Minnesota. Um, and then people say maybe like the Chiefs. No, you know, but no, I, I, I don't think that's realistic. No. But um, I know you're a Patriots fan. I know a lot of people want him to go to Patriots, but I, I don't, don't really see the, I don't see the fit for it either. <laughs> um, he won't be I, happy here if he comes I, there. I don't see the fit for it, so I'm not sure where he's gonna go. Um, I'm hearing he wants to go to Seattle. I'm not sure why they're. Three and five. I know Russ is coming back next week, but still, who knows? Yeah. So, so Odell has three teams in mind that he'd like to go to. First of all, he wants to quit. He wants to uh, clear waivers. That's the first thing he wants to do. He wants to clear waivers. If he ends up getting claimed by a team that's not good, he's just not going to join them. That that that's more than no. Yeah. The three Odell. teams he's interested in: Seattle, New Orleans, and San Francisco. So it's clear he wants to go back to the NFC. Yeah, I don't know. We'll see. I don't really I don't, see a fit. I think that's a horrible teams. list. Out of the that, that, just because when you break down your team, you already broke down Seattle. You know, not that great. Russ is coming back next week, but we'll see how he looks. New Orleans, yeah, Trevor no, Simeon is your freaking quarterback. Yeah, right no, now. yeah, no, no real weapons quarterback wise. And then San Francisco. Why? San Francisco's not good. They got they they have Brandon Ayuk and Debo Samuel, who they absolutely love over there. They would just keep using him and not really use Odell at all, so he wouldn't be getting receptions there. Which he this is a reason why he's not even reason why he wanted out of Cleveland in the first place. He's not getting reps and or he's not getting catches and receptions, yeah, we'll and he's just pissed at Cleveland for not really using him. So he just yeah. getting mad again, basically. I don't know where he's gonna go. We'll see. I'm very curious to see how it pans out. Um, will he be able to get his career back on you track? You know, this kind entire time I've been saying three teams. Um, Baltimore, because they need a receiver. They do. Mm. Desperately need a receiver. Um, I was saying Dallas, too, but that's a team to put in the way back if you had because you know how Jerry Jones loves you know players like, like Odell. You, you know, Chris. <laughs> yes. And then – I forget who the other team was, but it doesn't even matter now because of this list that came out last night. Um, if he's smart, he go. Oh, and then the Rams. That was the other team I thought. Those are the three teams that I, I, I thought he would be best for. Um, but out of the list that he wants, I mean, yeah, he's probably going to end up in Seattle out of those three. Yeah. We'll I don't say. know why, but. I don't think he's going to – I don't know what the deal is with his waivers. He may clear, he may not. I don't know. We'll he's say. probably going to clear because, you know, 7.5 mil – for, to only have somebody for just a few weeks, that's a lot of money. It is. It is. 
So he's probably going to clear. I don't know why he wants to go to Seattle when they have Tyler Lockett and DK Metcalf there already. So he, again, not going to get receptions. If he goes to New Orleans, you know, they have Marquez Callaway. Um, he, he'll get receptions in New Orleans if he goes there. He won't get receptions if he goes to San Francisco. But knowing yeah. Odell, he's going to be stupid and go and go to a team that he doesn't need to go to. Yeah. Where he'll, 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 he'll just get upset within three weeks again. Time will tell. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, so, yeah, Odell, man. Always something with this guy, right? Always. Let's, uh, let's review yesterday's action now, and, uh, or this week's action so far. Jumping all the way back to Thursday night. The Colts beat the Jets 45 to 30. Mike White goes down with an injury. In my opinion, Chris, if Mike White didn't go down with an injury, the Jets might have won this game. Potentially, yes. But, uh, good win for the Colts. Jets are a joke. <laughs> Uh, Giants beat the Raiders 23-16. Uh, one of the few upsets that happened yesterday. Good win for the Giants. Simple. Yeah. Uh, Falcons beat beat the Saints 27-25. Young Wei Koo hits, uh, kicks a field goal as time is expiring. Um, is, is, is Atlanta's sports curse over? The Braves win the World Series? The Falcons win a game on the road? Georgia's number one, n- number one in college football? <laughs> Maybe. Is it over? Maybe. <laughs> um, good, good, good win for Atlanta. Um, obviously, they don't have Calvin Ridley. Um, we'll we'll see we'll see how they look. We'll see how they look for the next couple of weeks. Now, let's see if Atlanta can get any kind of momentum off of this win because this is a big win for them. Definitely. Jaguars upset the Bills nine to six. Hell yeah! That's what I'm. That's all I'm saying to this game. Yeah, I'm good. <laughs> uh, the Browns absolutely smother the Bengals yesterday, forty-one sixteen. Nick Chubb just took over in this game. Uh, Baker looked good. Uh, the Browns looked like a good team yesterday. Huh? Wonder why? Yeah, surprising. <laughs> huh? Wonder what, wonder what happens when you get rid of a toxic locker room. Interesting. Uh-huh. Interesting. Right? Yeah. Even though the players claim they loved Odell. Hmm. That's all I got to say. Hmm. Patriots beat the Panthers 24-6. Great win for the Patriots yesterday. Defense Absolutely dominated, and Sam Donald continues to see ghosts against Bill Belichick. Yep. Upset of the day right here. The Broncos go into Dallas and beat the Cowboys 30-16. to The Cowboys were due for a loss, yes, but against Denver? Yeah. Okay. What? <laughs> love to see it, right, Chris? Love to see it. Yes, absolutely love it. Cowboys. <laughs> the Cowgirls. Cowgirls. Just waiting for you to say it. <laughs> uh, Ravens beat the Vikings in overtime 34-31. Ravens uh, were in comeback mode yesterday, and they complete it. My opinion, I think the Ravens are the best team in the AFC right now. I don't care what anyone says. Yeah, I, I don't know about best, but you're right. Maybe they get some receiver help at the deadline. Uh, Dolphins beat the Texans 17-9, blah, blah, blah. Who cares? <laughs> yeah. That game was going to suck. Um, Chris is happy again with this score. Uh, Chargers beat the Eagles 27-24. Very happy. <laughs> uh, Justin Herbert and the Chargers bounce back after after a rough couple of weeks for them. Yeah. Uh, Chiefs beat the Packers 13-7. Jordan Love's first career, first career start. Throws a touchdown in it, but they just don't get the win. And they the didn't, Chiefs didn't are, the luck, are so lucky then. that this was not Aaron Rodgers yesterday. 
Yeah, the Chiefs are not good. No, they're not good. Um, the Cardinals, without uh, Kyler Murray, without DeAndre Hopkins, go into San Francisco and win 31-17. James Conner is a beast. Yeah, statement game for that, uh, the whole Cardinals organization. Mm-hmm. And then last night, Sunday night football, without Derrick Henry, the Titans beat the Rams 28-16. to Yeah, Titans shown that they still can be a good team without their best player. Uh, I was very impressed with it. I was very impressed with the Titans last night. Yeah. And then Monday night football tonight, absolute stinker right here. The Bears and the Steelers. And if this game goes as if how a bunch of other games went uh, yesterday. What's that? I am rooting for Pittsburgh. You're rooting for Pittsburgh? Oh, yeah, because you want that Bears pick, right? Yeah. Well, Chris, I hate to break it to you, but, you know, there were a couple upsets yesterday in this game. So, if this game goes as if as if a couple of the other games did yesterday, the Bears should score, like, 45 points tonight and win. Yeah, they should. That's but I'm going to roll with the Steelers. Yeah, I'm rolling with Pitt. All right, and that's it for this week. Finally made it to the end. Um, remember to go on over to CouchGuysports.com. Check out all the latest articles and podcasts relating to the world of sports. Uh, remember to keep wearing your masks. Wash your hands, social distance, call out all the cans. We'll see y'all next week.